Good evening, good evening. This is Pastor Jay with Anointed Radio. And like always, we're going to start off in decency and order. And we're going to be coming out of Ephesians 2 and 8. And it says, for it is by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not from yourself. It is a gift from God. You didn't do it by yourself. God gave you grace and mercy every day so that you can have a second chance. So how are you using your second chance? Amen. Dear Father, thank you, Lord, for bringing us here tonight. God, please bless everybody that's listening. Bless all the people that's on the highways and the byways as the weather has been real bad. God, cover them, protect them, put a hedge of protection around them, God. Bless everybody that is tuning in and, and wanting to hear the word today, God, and be able to hear a, a, a word that will be able to uplift their spirit. God, we just thank you for all the things that you're doing in everybody's life. Continue to be the platform that reaches out there to the unreachable, to the people that have been forgotten, so that we can be able to reach them and help them so they can say, what can I do to be saved? God, we love you. We glorify you. We give you all the glory and all the praise. And we say that all in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Praise Amen. Amen, y'all. This is Pastor Jam. Like always, I got something to say. And what I got to say is this. You can find me at Anointed Jaylon on Instagram and Twitter. And you can find me at where else you can find me? Facebook, Pastor Jaylon. There you go. <laughs> Facebook from you know one thing I was gonna say is like I've been having so many ads on my Facebook and I was like getting irritated. Mm-hmm. I'm they not watch gonna lie you. to you. For real. Yeah, they watch you. I was like, why y'all all up on my Facebook? I don't even be on Facebook. You know, I'm going to let y'all know a secret. So I post on Instagram, and it posts on my Twitter and my Facebook. It's Bam. a term for, I forgot what it's called, marketing, to where they kind of, oh, yeah, cookies, something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's how they monitor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they watch you. So they watch it. Yeah. And you know what? Shout-outs to SOS Radio. Um there was at Ethel's Chocolates, and if you haven't been to Ethel's Chocolates, definitely go check the Cactus Garden here in Henderson, where you could go see the lights. They give them free chocolate, and you can see how chocolate is made at Ethel's Chocolate, and you get hot cocoa, and SOS Radio was there, and they definitely gave a shout-out, and it was real good when you could see other radio people, you know, and they're not gang-banging, you know. <laughs> Oh, There's some radio people that be getting like, like, hey, hey, 105? Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, ain't tripping. <laughs> gang banging, huh? They, they be gang banging oh, out there. Jesus. I'm like, ain't we all on the same team? Nah. Hmm. We bet over here. <laughs> you got to work that one out. Right, set tripping over here. Set tripping real, real hard. <laughs> and make sure you go download Jesus, You Make Me Happy, which is being um, redish. Disputed? Or redistributed. What you said. Y'all got education. <laughs> I was testing y'all. Y'all got some education. Go ahead, y'all. Shame. Y'all make me so proud. Mercy. Um, yeah, through the United Masters, December 6th, um, the single is being re-released through United Masters. If you don't know who United Masters is, go check it out. Actually, for all independent artists, go check out United Masters um, app. And you could dish, they, it just sends it everywhere. And they actually submitted my song to the NBA. So if I get chosen, they'll play it at a, a game or All something. Right. So Tell I thought that was pretty dope. Happy. Right? Dunk. 
Bam. Oh. Right? Yeah. Jesus, uh, you uh, make me happy. Yeah, that, that's that's the one. That's it. All-star, I see it. My Lord. And, you know, and then especially Chris's song, I'm chasing, mm. I'm looking. So they're going to chase the ball. Right. Right to the net. Right to the net. Okay. Three points. And that's going to make somebody happy. Amen. Right? Amen. Tie it together. Pick it back. Uh, amen. <laughs> amen. So make sure you go download my single, Jesus, You Make Me Happy. It's Pastor Jay. Amen. Well, this is Dr. Clay. I've, I got a little voice to say something. The love child. You know what? <laughs> Lord. I can't take them today. Y'all know what that is. Anyway, and I am the love child, as he said. Uh, who am I? Of uh, Marvin Gaye. <laughs> and, and who? Uh, and, and, Edda James. And Edda James. Yeah, that's how my name. No, my name is Marvin Edda. There you go. So. <laughs> but anyhow, y'all can find me on Facebook. Uh, claim M, Clay Marvinetta, uh, what's that, Twitter and, and IG, all those good old things. And you also can go to my website, Dr. Marvinetta Clay, find um, my single there, Worship Forever there as well. And today I got some good news, and uh -oh. we're going to see how we're going to work this out. But the song that everybody's been asking me Fly about. Fly away! Yeah, fly away. We're gonna. <laughs> Y'all ready to fly? Put your wings up. Come on, let's go. <laughs> Flapping them. Yeah. I ain't getting farther. Flapping the Patty LaBelle. Uh huh. <laughs> she do the whole, you know, whole shoulder with she it. She do the whole body. I do the shoulder bone with yeah. it. Yeah. All, right. All of it gotta get in there. So, you know, we're going to fly together. So hopefully sometime in the beginning of 2020, we'll be working on that. And y'all be hearing that. For those who have been bugging me, you're going to hear it soon. So for I'm, sure. Yeah, for sure. That I one over that there. that one. Amen. Yep, fly God away. bless. <laughs> fly away. If only you knew no. how to fly away. Mm. See, that's part of it. Wait a minute. Right. I, I was going to say, it, wait, I don't remember it. I no. recollect it going That wasn't. It wasn't that Y'all like like no. missed that part. One here, here it goes. <laughs> <laughs> and this uh, is uh, Chris Johnson. I'm chasing. Ooh. Every time. I'm looking. Mm. Actually, I'm going to say this. It is hilarious. What? I'm going to let all the people know on the air. So I was driving, right? And they license plate said Jesus. So I was going to record on Snapchat. And I was recording me chasing the car with the license plate. Jesus. And I kept singing, I'm chasing. I'm looking. Mm. So mm -mm. deep. Mm -mm. It was deep. I know, right? So deep. That was deep. Mm. So mm. deep. Boom, boom, boom. Mm. Passed on over the head. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> This is Chris Johnson. You can find me at SingChrisJ.com, as well as on Twitter and Facebook at SingChrisJ. Like he already said, please go download, stream, um, Chasing After You. Please. Please. Wow. Please. You said a please. People, please. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> and the reason behind it, can we say it? Go ahead. Go ahead. We can, we can announce that? Which one? What we got in the, mail, in the email. Oh, on the email, you can. It ain't official, but we can because I saw other people post it. Go ahead. Go ahead. I seen other people. Well, so yeah, we need y'all to help us get our streams up because all of us are nominated for uh, awards. Say with, that. With uh -huh. the Kingdom Image Awards. Yeah. Kia 2020. Kia. So yeah, we need y'all to help us make us look good so we can try to at least win something. Represent, hey, Las, Represent Vegas. Las Vegas. Come right. on, Vegas. Come how, on, Vegas. How about that? We all nominated. See, that's Kingdom Mindset. Right. Right. I think it's like five categories, all of us. Yeah, all of us. Right. Ain't that something? I was shocked. 
Five is a number of grace. See, see, see Come I'm, on, I'm man. Gonna, I'm going to let you know. Grace. I wasn't, I wasn't shocked. You. I just know the God I serve. Uh, oh, glory. Well, I know the God I serve. Hallelujah. Uh, <laughs> Come on now. Thank, thank you. Bless him. Oh, I can't. <laughs> 2020 about to be something else. And I got, man, I got some songs in the works mm-hmm. right now. And yeah. then I actually got a song. Trio. For a trio for us, since we all nominated, it's, 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 it's going to go crazy. Is it churchy? No. I can't squall? You can squall. If it's not churchy, I can't squall. Oh, uh, you can squall. Oh, okay. All right. You know, I'm not that churchy type person. We know. You know, I got that. We know. I you got, got that the real Baptist. Oh, uh, he put the 80 balance in it, didn't he? He did. Mm-hmm. You got to put your look. Got, yeah, yeah. Just <laughs> oh, he brought it up song. to the 90s now. Oh, uh-huh. now that's uh-huh. a millennium. Uh-oh, he went there. The the there. Uh-huh. Okay, I see you. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, we are a nominated. Congratulations, all you guys. Thank you. Well, thank, thank you, you so much. And you know, praise the Lord. So Amen. Amen. You know, one thing that you have to always look, if your whole team's winning, you're doing something right. That's wonderful. Mm-hmm. How you doing we about that? We grab each other on it. Mm-hmm. Who you tell That's us? That's right. That's it. So, with that being said, we got a familiar voice. Oh, yeah. Ha, ha. Oh, yeah. And y'all can see her on Facebook. She was worried about her afro coming out. Because she had her natural coming. Ooh. From he told all your business, didn't he? He, did. he took it. I thought that was, that was for, he took all my business from oh. the prayer room all oh. the way. Come on now. Amen. Ooh. I'm he not going to ever ask you to intercede for my afro again. Amen. Ooh. Amen. <laughs> I got, got a hot comb. Well, oh. Oh, this I can't escalated quickly. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but I got my sister in, in the house, y'all. Semi so real. Yeah. She's on everything. Yeah, yeah. You see her on everything. Everything. I mean everything. No, everything. Like I mean everything. Everything. Like er- everything. Yeah, everything. But one thing I love about her is that she is so humble and real. Mm-hmm. And she is like a big sister to me. And she's a first lady. She's a comedian. She's a radio personality. She a superhero on the on the weekend. Uh-huh. She's a mom. <laughs> That's she, Wonder Woman, y'all ain't know. Right. Right. <laughs> she she she'll pray she pray out and uh. and then she's gonna make you laugh about your shoes. All kind of things. Hey, come on now. Uh huh. Yellow. But yeah, we got semi so real in the building. Yay! Thank you for having me. I'm amongst family today. Yes, she y'all is. Are, you know, y'all anointed and funny and hilarious <laughs> and cracking and roasting all at the same time. That's how it's supposed to be. That's it. That's what we do. It's good stuff. Good stuff. Amen. We thank you to have you yes. in the building. Yeah. And then, um, ooh. What was I going to say? I don't know. You just had a moment. He what had happened blood, was. He had a blood moment. That's okay. Where the coffee? Yeah. Ah, man. If that was true, I could give me some coffee. Jesus. So. Jesus, you. Make me happy. In this case, it'd be coffee. <laughs> yeah, I'll make me happy, too. Hey, man, but I wanted to definitely, uh-huh. on a serious note, I want to definitely shout out my mentor who went home with the Lord. Oh, yeah. Um, doctor, pastor. He was a husband, a father, a mentor, a teacher. Um, Pastor M.T. Thompson. Mm-hmm. He was the 
he had he was so he was a he was a big bundle of joy and laughter. He'd talk about you and laugh at you and he, y'all laugh together. He like can preach. Man, that man can preach. He preached. I told Boy. Dr. Marvin, I said he preached from Genesis to Revelation in one sermon. My God. Ooh, yeah. Now how long and was it? Nice. It wasn't long. He's not long with it at all, but everybody will give you straight Went Bible. Book, straight Bible. And be mm-hmm. like, straight. He call, and he called it the conduit. All right. From Jen to Red. That's where I got that. Gotcha. Uh, that's, that's definitely oh. that, I just realized that that is oh. terrible. It's wow. in the spirit. Yes. I'm, and Doc, man, Dr. MT, he was a... He was awesome. He definitely encouraged me. He's the one who encouraged me to come to Las Vegas mm-hmm. because during the times when I was, I had a choice. I had two churches that asked to install me in California or come and do it the rough way and start my own church and come to Las Vegas where I knew nobody had no money and mm-hmm. no job waiting. And he told me to chase after the coin of knowledge. And All that's right. through the word. And God will guide you throughout the whole thing. And it was deep. I hear him still today. And, you know, it's definitely sad to 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 lose a mentor, a father figure that, man, if you go to California to the Bay, mm-hmm. he, he made a lot of generations of preachers. Mm. Listen, wow. he's like to us in the Bay Area, like. Clay Evans is to y'all, Chicago. Okay, gotcha. Yes. Well, that's. I mean, I mean he, yeah. He 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 was um, nominated, actually, in the Hall of Fame of Pittsburgh. They actually put him because he started one of the first black churches in Pittsburgh, California. Wow. And was he, the first Baptist? No, it was oh. Allen's Temple. Allen's Temple was in Oakland. Not Allen's Temple. What was the one? Uh, song uh, Solomon. Solomon Temple. Solomon Temple. That's it was right. one of those temples. Yep. Oh, yeah. It was one of them. It was them. one of them. The yeah, so many yeah, temples. Mm-hmm. And then he actually had, I remember he told me this story, he has the charter for Oakley, California. So, yeah, he, he was a big thing. He yeah. he was he was traveling everywhere. He actually, if allowed to just give y'all some history, and I don't care, I'm going to take long because that was my mentor and I could talk about it. Yeah. So, right. about Clint <laughs> no, hit right. Right. So, so, one thing that I could definitely say is this. If y'all didn't know Las Vegas people, he actually was best friends with the original person of Second Baptist, and he helped Second Baptist get to where it is now. Wow. Mm-hmm. So, okay. if anybody from Second Baptist, y'all know who Pastor MT is. I had a lot of people from Second Baptist reach out to me and say, I did not know you knew him. I was like, yeah, you never know who knows who. That's mm-hmm. right. So with that being said, I always treat people with humility and always treat them the way you would want to be received. Mm. Hello, somebody. Praise Jesus. He just preached right there. And That's then right. I had to add his last gym, and we'd go into church announcements. We got to talk about Clay Evans. We're going to talk about him too. Um that's my other past. Yeah, one one thing I definitely wanted to just say that stuck with me and I want everybody to to know is he he left with me this. We have to remember in our walk as Christians that you have to be a first decency and order. Second, the most important thing, especially as preachers, teachers, evangelists, pastors, bishops and everything else, you're supposed to teach with compassion but with principle, meaning you still got to love that person, but you're supposed to stay to your word of what God says. Mm-hmm. That's that's a big thing. I want y'all to really think about that. Compassion, but principle. You have to have those two to be an effective preacher. Amen. Throw that out there. R.I.P. Pa- Pastor M.T., you're going to be missed. Amen. Amen. Amen.
You talk about him. Oh, I'm You're sorry. You're from Chicago. I thought he was, <laughs> since he kept saying. I just like I just like the church because you know fellowship was dope to me. Well, you Even know, old school, it reminded me of the, like old school Baptist churches I grew up in. But the ship was the ship, and I mean, you know, it's still the ship. It's still going. You know, it has its foundation. So, even though those that helped build the ship are not there, there are other places. But ship is just what it is. And um, yeah, our prayers go out to um, Doctor Pastor. Uh, Clay Evans, and um, it's it's amazing to me to know that um, my grandmother knew him because they all were from Tennessee. Wow! Um, back in the days when she said they picked cotton, wow. and so um, um, I know she was much older than him, which was fine. But she knew him, and she knew some of their family. And I remember her telling us a lot of the stories about their singing and all of that. And so, you know, being in Chicago and being able to go to fellowship, we used to go to, I think, every second and second Sunday. I think that's the day that we used to go for the concerts and for the live broadcast. And, I mean, you had to get in there, and every time you got in there, you had nothing but good old good old church. And to see him get up there, not just preaching, but just being himself, and, and everybody just, just enjoying the fellowship, everybody enjoying the Spirit of God. And then when he opened up his mouth and sang, you'd be like, what's all that? Some power. Coming out of his mouth, you know, and they was playing a song on 88.1 on Sunday, and I hadn't heard that song in years. And it was, uh, I think it was uh, Tizzy Old Ship was I, and it was a real old, old, wow. old, old, old song, you know. And it took me back, that's like, my God, because that's what Chicago is really based upon is those hymns, mm-hmm. you know, all those hymn songs and the songs that help bring a lot of people from. Um, in the cotton days, that's the songs they sang, right. you know. And so to to know that, you know, the legacy that he has left, um, even with his, his sister still being a Ludella, mm-hmm. you know, that sister right there, you're talking about uh, she's up in age now, but she still commands the choir. Wow. Mm-hmm. She still directs the choir, and they still respect her when she gets up there doing what she does. I mean, I just saw some just recently, and just to see that the choir and all the people that still love what they do, they're still doing it. Mm. Even in the age that they are, they're still doing it. So it's like a legacy. It's, it is a legacy, but it's also um, setting something that is in um, a foundational part where even the people that are millennials can understand the, the, the ground that was set and the routes that they took and the things that they pressed through. I mean, him being 94, I think the last time they had his appreciation service, that church was packed. beyond capacity Mm -hmm. and the folks was all in the choir stands all the way up to the balcony that's how packed it was and so just to even just for the respect of who he was which is just marvelous in all of our eyes especially all the shot down people so we just want to send prayers out to the church and to the pastor and um to his family and to everyone that knew him, that loved him. And I know they're having a service on this week. I just saw some pictures that people have been posting on Facebook of the church with the purple and black um, draped around the front of the church entrance. And I looked at it, I said, wow. I said, that's, that's, that's something to even think. You know that he has passed. I mean, we know we we all have to go, but you know this is somebody that has really, really, really set standards in Chicago, right? Big time, big time. So he'll be missed, big time. I wish I could be a fly on the wall to be there this weekend. I promise you. I thought about flying. I really do. I really wish I could be there because I know it's going to be a great homegoing service, Mm -hmm. a great, great celebration. Amen. Whoo, the saints. One thing I can say, good thing that we know, is that we knew that those the two men that we just talked about, they knew God, 
they stuck by the word. So at least we know that we knew where they was going. Mm-hmm. So that, that's a blessing and it's all. And like you said, you know, absent from the world, he's present with God. Mm-hmm. So that's a good thing. It's just mm-hmm. for us dealing with the loss, it's a process. And all okay. I can say is just stay near to the throne of God. Because that will help you get through, especially the ones that were very, very close to people. That's lost. And, you know, one thing I definitely want to just say is out there, because um, I'm going to speak about this because it's a, it's a big thing. Suicide is rampant. Oh, and yeah. it brings me into the point of talking about a lost uh, guy I served with mm-hmm. in the military to suicide. And I'd rather hear you vent, complain, you could cuss me out, than you go and take your life. Yeah. Yeah, especially this time of year, you're going to have a lot right. of people that they're missing their loved ones, mm-hmm. you know. Right. As you end the year, you you all have just paid a lot of um respect to people that you knew were mentors or pastors and they left their legacy. Right. And that makes our generation and the people that are left behind, you have to leave your own legacy. Exactly. So right. just like you're talking about your pastors, that's how you want people to talk about you because that means you left something right. in the earth. Right. Not something that was tangible but spiritual. You left a spiritual mm-hmm. deposit in the right. earth, and you right. want to do that. Exactly. You want to leave an imprint in the earth of, I did what God told me to do. And this time of year, it's really important for all Christians to really make sure they be enlightened, salt in the earth because yeah. it's a lot of people. And it doesn't matter the age, from the youngest to the oldest, mm-hmm. people right. that have suffered loss. You know, they've lost parents or they've lost loved ones, whatever it may be. And they're really, this time of year, they're not caught up in the happiness and joy of it. They're caught up in the trauma mm-hmm. that they've experienced behind losing someone or the grief mm-hmm. behind it. And so we really owe it to, you know, we owe it to God to say, you know, to make sure that we're we're giving a hug. We, we're putting something in somebody's hand. Right. We're doing a, giving a phone call. Right. We're right. posting some thought positive stuff. Please stop posting about them and they. Don't nobody care about them exactly. and they. I'm, can, I, I, can we get past, you know, they thought, stop. There you go. Stop on they. Mm-hmm. Stop using your Facebook page and your Instagram for them and they. Don't nobody even know them and they. Right. Like, Who's they? I'm always like, well, well, why are we still talking about them and they and where do they live? Right. What's the names? So, but this is the time of year where we need to not concentrate on any of that. Anyway, that's all foolery to me. But really be using our um, our social media. These are our extended arms. We need to use our extended arms to dial a phone, hug a neck, um, encourage somebody, mm-hmm. um, put something in somebody's hand. But also your social media is an extension of you. Mm-hmm. Use right. that to True. encourage somebody. Remember the people that may not have mom, dad, little sister, husband, mm-hmm. or whatever, mm-hmm. and say something kind to them and reach out. And when you say you're praying, pray, actually pray. pray. Yeah. Pray. Don't yeah. just put praying dot, 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 dot. What that mean? Right. It means to be continued. I need you to sometimes now it's to the point, especially the end of the year, I'm very cognizant of how sensitive and fragile people are because mm-hmm. you see right. it. You all happy and you posting your family pictures and somebody says, Man, I wish, you know, yeah. my mom. And it just makes you think. You're like, whoa. Yeah. You know, it hits right there. Right. So make sure that when you tell somebody you're praying, you can, you can back off. You can back off mm-hmm. Facebook for 60 seconds mm-hmm. and put your head and down. Just pray right there. And, and pray right then. Yeah. Right. Or type the yeah. prayer. 
-hmm. and amen and touch and agree. Yeah. Amen. You know, so yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because that's so important this time of year. And it's rampant. You know, a lot of people think, you know, that people got time. You don't know what in their head. You know, they might not plan to for tomorrow. They might be like, "It's t today is it?" And I and I just speak against the spirit of suicide because it's not, it's not the solution. You know, I've I've, I've lost too many yeah. people from kids from my youth ministry to childhood friends to people I've served with now, and it's not the solution. It's not the solution at all. And like I always say, you know, because it's it's funny how I've reached so many people in social media around the world where I don't know these people, mm -hmm. but they said, they said, can I get a prayer? Mm -hmm. They see that title pastor. That's one of my titles. Mm -hmm. Chaplain. That's one of my titles is for me to show the world that I'm a Christian mm -hmm. because they might not have somebody to pray for. I've prayed for so many people that went from Muslim to Christianity in Indonesia in Pakistan, in uh, Kuwait, where people reached out. They want to know more about God. They want to know some scriptures. They don't want to hear you talk about your ministry. They want to hear the thing that could help them get mm -hmm. to that next level. How can I get closer to God? I have this question. You know, I've had people that lost family members, you know, even people that's big social media people that have reached out and be like, you know what, you always posting scriptures, prayers, and all that, and it never fails. I'm going through this. How should I go, you know, about it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. How, you know, what prayer should I say? I don't know how to pray. And, you know, I, and, and that's when ministry starts, not at church. Yeah. Church is showing that you're still victorious, but it's getting you amped up for the next week so that when people come to you, you're not failing your job. Because a lot of times we get out of church and we fail in our job right after church. Mm. Because somebody comes in, man, I'm, I'm, I'm going through this. And then you sit there and be like, well, you know, I'm tired and, you know, I, I got to go somewhere. Or, oh, I'm too busy. Well, call me later. Later might not happen. That's so true. Very, so very we have true. to get to a point where we showing it's cool to talk, but you got to really be doers of the word. Mm -hmm. Speakers of the word, you can speak, everybody can speak, atheists can speak in the word, but the actions got to line up. That's mm -hmm. right. And that's just something, especially when it comes to suicide, and that's, it, it, it's real big. And um, it, it has to be more of us showing the light of God, mm -hmm. not you. Because that's one thing that a lot of people don't realize. If you come to me talking about you and your cause and what this and I'm doing that and I'm already going through, going through, I'm not hearing none of that. Of course I'm so. waiting. I'm being patient. If, if, if they're respectable, they're going to be like, okay, cool. Mm -hmm. All right, cool. You know, I deal with youth all the time. That's my specialty is youth ministry. And young people, you can see it. They'll turn off and let, let you talk. And when they're done, they might still go do it. That's right. So you got to be to a point where you see their heart, not see them on the outside, because I can tell you right now, and I'm going to end it on this note, is this. The person that cuts you out, the person that got the attitude, the person that's going through all these situations that you're like, ugh, I ain't going to deal with you, is the person that you need to go talk to. And that's ordained by God. You didn't meet that person with an attitude for no reason. God sent you that person so that you can show them you ain't got to live like this no more. Why are you angry? You know, you might not, you know, we never think about other people's shoes. Why is a person angry? That could have, they could have lost their whole family. They could have lost their house. They could have broke down their car. They're about to lose their job. 
Think about what you go through when you get through a situation. You ain't the most holy and holy and saved and saved. <laughs> so just think about it. You need that person to give you that soft, kind word, that, that hug, that just, you know what, I'm here for you. You ain't got to preach. You can just say, I'm here for you. How you doing? You better not, too, because yeah. if you get somebody going through something, you start preaching, and uh, the three Hebrew boys, uh, they were they in the hooping, fire. First of all, they don't want to hear that. First of all, you I don't want to hear hooping now, mm -hmm. but just throw that out there. <laughs> never took that class. I felt that class and didn't, never, don't like hooping. I'll just walk out. <laughs> if you hoop, if you hoop right, sometimes I, you know, I mean, I'm not. I am bona fide Baptist, and I grew up, and I used to time it when I was a kid, what? and time it by, and Jesus, I said, if I hear, oh, you talking about that deep breath? Oh, oh you talking about the asthma? Time, yeah. You talking about the asthmatic? Yeah. Yeah. Every time I hear, I, I hear it in everybody. I don't care. They take that time to, and Jesus went. And I'm like, okay. But that's that real Baptist right that's there. Real Baptist. That's real Baptist. That's real Baptist. Okay. I know. I kind of like it every now and then. The, the, the whole sermon was going good until you just start hooping. And... What are you talking about? That used to be the best part. That's the time I wake up. But that's Ooh. when they almost get in, baby. Going, that's, we, look, that's when they get to the end. Church and I was like, I'm leaving. Yeah, that's when I wake yeah. up like, pray fast. I don't know what you're saying. Right. Oh. I know I did that when I was a kid. Yeah, when I was a kid? I know. Amen. Amen. <laughs> uh -huh. This is Reverend Fred Jackson. Yeah. Tell Cletus to turn that down. Cletus, turn it down. Hey, I'm just bum, happy. Bum, bum, bum. He happy. He ain't played in a week. I want to no. spread my wings. Oh, no. Don't spread. Amen. Uh, we have the church announcements. Uh -huh. Please hold yourself accountable. And please. Don't move around while we speak these announcements. Be still, be still. That mean you in the back, please sit down. Hallelujah, ushers, please attend to them. Deacon, can you go ahead and tell them about the church announcements? Yeah. What we got going on? Yeah. Oh, well, all right, we have on this uh, uh, this uh, Sunday Bye -bye. afternoon, uh huh, uh -huh. Yeah. at the Victory Missionary Baptist Church of God in Christ. Okay. Yes. They will be having their uh, Christmas musical at 3 o'clock p.m. No. Christmas musical. Christmas musical. That's over there on the west side, right behind Second Baptist. Yeah. Oh, with uh, the, the second bass singers. Uh -huh. They on the monorail. Uh -huh. They on the monorail. Yeah, they on the monorail. The monorail. Uh -huh. monorail. Yeah. Yeah. monorail. I knew somebody named yeah. monorail back in the day in 72, but that's a whole different Is he story. Did he Didn't he die? Yeah, he did. He, so, uh, he, he did. Yeah. Did he get his head stuck in uh, the sliding doors at Wild Brothers? Nah, he, he fell down the escalator at Nordstrom's. Oh, and his whole wow. family get a discount for the Jesus. rest of their life. Lord, My God. Tragic way to die. That's right. told but he knew the Lord. Uh, but ain't nobody told me nothing. Because, you know, Jesus. they start coming to church on time, you know, that should know. Well, all right. Amen. Praise Jesus. Praise God. What you got, and, and, mother? Well... We're going to be looking at uh, Sunday uh, now, December 15th. <gasps> uh, she's been this fit with I the felt the spirit of God. Save the date. Hallelujah. Wow. <laughs> if you're going to do it, you got to do it. Uh -huh. Anyhow. 
mother with the rest of now. Yes, Lord. There is an installation service uh -huh. that is going on for Dr. Rose Paston. Uh -huh. Pastor. Pastor Rose. Dr. Gaston. Rose Gaston. And seen the pastor at the church over there on that um, Bottle Street. Bottle. Yeah, the Bottle Street. Bottle. Uh, I think it calls House of God. Church or House of God? Oh, no, 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 no. No, no. It's called God's House. Ah. On the side of the road. On the side of the road. By that oh, big okay. rock in that park. Over there by that big park. And yeah, by the park. Right there. Yeah, the ah. Right there. They be asking you for money yeah. over there. You got to watch out. Watch but, 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 your cars. You just got to be there. Yeah. That's okay. They got security over there. Oh, that's good. So so you, you be all right. Because it get dark by that park. Yeah, you got to be don't, all right. Don't, don't park down the street. That's okay. Excuse they know. me. Did you say it was Jesus' house or was it God's it's house? It's God's house. Missionary back. God house. God's house. House and 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 God's house on Bartlett Street. That ah. ten cent too. Bartlett, ten cent too. Bartlett, and they gonna have it at um, three p.m. Now you know ain't much churches have no three p.m. services no more. You know they just done got away from those things. So that was the so, good day. That's when yeah. you finally finish shouting at three p.m. They get the word by five o'clock, and then you eat dinner, and then by midnight you go home. Hallelujah! Yeah, hallelujah. Oh, that's before you have seven and nine o'clock service. Yes. Oh, right there. Uh -huh. Don't the you just take a nap in the balcony with nobody looking? That's yeah, you, you can do that if, you if you got a balcony. A, yeah. If you got balcony. We had a shotgun, shotgun uh, house. Uh, that was a church right by the. I'm laundromat on East 14th. Lord, Lord Jesus. <laughs> and then we got the uh, uh, um, the Christmas uh, cabaret. Yeah. That cabaret. Yes. Uh -huh. Yeah. The cab, that, that, the cabaret. The uh, 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 The cab that take you to the way. Uh huh. That take you to over the there space. to the space. Yes. Uh, yes. On December the 12th at the space. Right. Uh, Apostolic Ministries. Oh. I know and he then, didn't um, just stop playing. What? What? He told us to be He quiet. said he tired. Cleta's Cleta, going to get fired. Uh, he, he started up. We're going to have a meeting with the deacon. We're going to play for him. Um, but then I'm going to tell him to hold my mute. Well, he playing for you now. Yeah. We're going to vote him out. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> and then on uh, New Year's Eve, there's a lot of watch night services, but the yeah. one I know of is uh, at Reconciliation Apostolic Ministry. Ooh, that of wrong, course, that's of the course wrong you know church. that one. Uh, that wrong. I know that I one. Hope that's you know the it. wrong church. Uh-huh, that's the the rum church. The rum church. The rum. You said the sheep. You said rum. Sheep. You said rum. Rum. So it's Comedian. rum over there. Yeah, communion. Uh, uh, it's communion service that night. That's right. But that you know, service was bringing the sheep. That's how the apostolic goes. Is it a sheep or a ram? Uh, We're gonna bring in the sheep at the ram. There's a ram in the bush. Yeah. Uh -huh. And a ram. So watch party. Yeah, watch night service. Watch party. Program. Like Facebook. Uh-huh. Amen. Uh, get and a point. Be at 10 o'clock p.m. Are y'all going to be on that? 10 o'clock p.m. No, y'all going to be at the Pacific Time Coast. Uh -huh. so not the East Coast. Yeah, we're going to bring in the New Year's on Pacific Time. Oh, at Jesus. 10 o'clock. Uh -huh. And then uh, that's at 911 G Street. All right. I like how y'all got 911. Because right. it's a 911 emergency. Just in case. We're just a oh hospital. hospital. Don't it's park. a hospital. I'm going right. to just say don't park in the dirt because you might be calling 911. That's all right. Over you can go on, on into the ring. That's why you probably cover into yourself the accordingly. Yeah, so please govern yourselves accordingly. Oh, yeah. Our sponsor is still the Raiders. Yeah. And then we working and Smith. on Smith. And Smith. Ah. Hallelujah. Amen. They coming. Amen. And that was the church announcements. 
And guess what? It's that holiday cheer. Yeah, it's Christmas time in the way. 22 days till Christmas. Pick me. I have a question. Pick me. Can y'all see me? Picky. Yeah, yeah. Please don't tell me you're playing Kirk Franklin's Christmas. No, I'm not. Hallelujah. But I'm going to play Whitney, though. So, see y'all in a minute.
It was the night before Christmas, and all through the house, not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. In my mind, I want you to be free. Ooh. 
That was Tasha Cobbs, Leonard, with Oh Holy Night. And we are coming back into going to the interview. And we are interviewing my dear friend, Simi So Real. Woo yeah. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> so that was the interview. So that, great, guys. Holy See you later. Night. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Simi. You want to get a Pastor J famous icebreaker question? You ready? Mm -hmm. Yes. All right. What would be your ultimate vacation? Ooh, okay. Let me see. Because, you know, I love to travel. You know that, right? Mm -hmm. The ultimate. Um, hmm. Well, I would probably want to go to like Bora Bora. Uh, I love, I love islands, um, Caribbean islands. Anywhere there, first class. You got, yes, it de you got it detailed? Yeah, I got it. Okay. But I need a limo ride to McCarran Airport. Oh. Ah. Okay. Because I want to start my vacation as soon as I exit the door. Gotcha. Not, mm. not when I get to the destination. Mm -hmm. So as soon as I open the door, I need to know that I'm on vacation so I can go into vacation mode. All so right. when you get to the airport, you're going to sit in that private area on I'm the I'm going to sit in the VIP area, the mm. closing area where they have food and showers and an area for you to rest. Mm. Mm -hmm. And then well. I'm going to ride first class and go to Bora Bora. All right. And I need a butler. I need butler service when I get there. Mm. Now, who's going to pay for this, Jesus? <laughs> <laughs> Come on in the room. You said, Lord, if you ask, you shall receive. All According right. to thy faith, be it done. I know your husband sitting here like, I don't know who she talking about. <laughs> <laughs> and she just Bora, speaking. Bora. She She's just speaking. speaking it. Yes, she is. I have, I have had the pleasure of traveling, and that is something, you know, I'm so blessed to be able to retire from my daytime job in about six years. And so with that, I've already started my my retirement travels because right. I'd like to travel for a year if possible. Mm. But it means I got to move money, mm -hmm. move money a certain way. Mm -hmm. right. But I think you're just never the same after you, you, you know, you're never the same after you see a Maui sunset. You're never the same if you go to Kauai and you go kayaking. You're never the same when you go to Jamaica and you go snorkeling in the middle and you see um, Manta Ray fish under you you're never the same like i've had the pleasure to travel and once i got bit by that bug i was like never the same and you see god in everything mm -hmm. you see god in everything and eventually i need i do need to go to africa and experience the humility i need to experience how to be you know what, I, we say we humble but we not until not you until go, go to africa there. you know the crazy like i just want to see worship there because that's, that's they go for so, hours that's that's so, why so i've yeah. been asked to go to africa for so long because my cousins live there and I just been like, because eh. my family, my family is from Lagos, Nigeria, and Ooh. they've had some experiences when they come back to the states. We were like, eh. ever since a kid, I've been listening like, eh, eh, I live here, <laughs> don't want to go over there. Wow, like you know, going to, but it's, it's simple traveling things that you shouldn't be doing, like going to a club and showing American money, and then obviously people there are starving. Some people out there really on the grind. That's like going to East Oakland and showing a lot of money in a Corvette and you think that nobody's going to try to run up on you. It's the mm -hmm. same thing in Africa. And then, you know, a lot of stuff in South Africa is kind of sketch. But West Africa is very centralized. It's city-ish. Um, my family knows a lot of people that are, you know, there. So 
that's the cool part about it. They got a compound there. I always wanted to go visit because I'd be seeing pictures, right? Because she, because my cousin, I, I thought she was just hyping it up. She like, she even showed my wife, and my wife was getting excited. She's like, yeah, I got thirty rooms, thirty hey, bathrooms. Hey, I got a driver. I got, I got a security guard. Oh, wow. And she'd be coming here to the states and going to Costco for them. And I was like, you just be, how you get it back? Like, I'd be really wondering that. But hey, she, she that sounds beautiful. It. But Ooh. it is about. When you hear Africa about Africa, you hear about the worship experience there. Right. You hear about the level of humility because we think that we have humility until we go there. Right. And we see people walking miles to get to a worship service mm-hmm. and serving God in a way that, you know, we we will have a, a moment. Ooh, hasha baba. You know, we have a moment. They have a whole experience. Mm-hmm. Right. For, and it's from the time, like I talked about the vacation a minute. I want a vacation from the time I hit the door, from the time their feet, feet hit the road and they're walking, they're already in worship mode. Right. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I want to be there because I feel like, that's why I like traveling. I, I like to travel because I like to see how God moves in other places. Mm-hmm. And it makes it makes my relationship with him that much deeper. I'm like, you did Oh, and then I always try to make it a habit to go to a church when I go somewhere too yeah, to see yeah. how they worship yeah. God. And so, but I know that I have to go to Africa because yeah. the people that I've um, come across that've been there, they're, they've been changed mm-hmm. seriously. Well, you know, some, I've known some people that went there, was changed, and went to move. Yeah, like I can and, spe- that. and you know. I definitely can't wait till you know Akon make Wakanda. You know what I'm saying? Ten years from now, Akon is built. He built. He bought mm-hmm. acres of land. He, yeah. He yeah. said, "I'm gonna oh, build Wakanda." Yeah. He building a Wakanda. He wow. building a Wakanda. In ten years, it'll be ready. Wow. There's gonna be a lot of people jumping ship. Like what? Mm-hmm. America not acting right anyway. We never got our our um 40 acres on the mule. Come on now. Going right on back I mean, over here. Well, right. Let me well, go. Well, first the of all, with dream. that whole situation. First, we gotta identify with what culture we are in the first place. Because oh, well, black is a color; it's not a culture. Well, that's a whole nother. You, you getting real there. deep. You get I did. Into but every, time I hear, every time I hear that, I'll be like, we can, we gotta get together and identify what flag we follow. What you know, all these things before we talk about some restitution. They like to to the color black. You know how many people consider themselves black Cubans, uh, Haitians, everywhere. You got to go and see what country we come from. You or know what? At least make one. Though. But you know what's beautiful about um, even though we didn't we didn't choose to be here. We didn't choose our ancestors didn't choose. We we here and we're something because we survived. We're we're only the fittest were able to survive. So mm-hmm. we come that's why a lot of us are strong and able to endure things and keep moving. But a lot of times if you meet Africans, they could look at you and they'll add, they'll, they'll tell you like you look like this tribe or you look like you from this mm-hmm. area. Mm-hmm. But now we have all the stuff like DNA and all this heritage stuff. You just lick the envelope mm-hmm. or whatever and send it back and they'll tell you, hey, the spit in a cup. Uh, <laughs> oh, swipe yeah. your, swipe yeah. your inner cha- jawbone. They don't get it. <laughs> and they'll tell you where you are. Did Black you? Fridays, you got to always look for those deals. I actually mm-hmm. did it. I found out I'm 73% African from West Africa. and um, What you knew, you, you confirmed. Yeah, mm-hmm. so... And the, but it didn't confirm my Creole side, so it kind of kind of bothered me, especially because I know the bloodline of the Creole side on my family. Because I like my grandmother and all her family members, even Dr. Clay met some of my family members mm-hmm. in Ohio. They all speak Creole still to this day. So it's not like it's like oh we Creole because we like it. No, they spoke that in that Louisiana. Broken, in, that yeah. broken French. Yes, mm-hmm. and it it was. Kind of like that's our culture, and I have a lot of family members that still practice. That's down south. Which we have 
Yeah, voodoo, Ooh, witchcraft, wee. same things like that. Don't so, eat the pinto beans. Hmm. Don't I eat don't, nothing with don't red. Don't eat the pie. Don't I eat nothing eat red. Nothing. I'm giving. This it. is a Creole boy telling you a tip. Don't, don't if it's red, don't eat it. Don't, don't eat, eat it. it. I'm sorry. Oh, I can't. I don't do red. Red okay. apples. You got any? I'm sorry. You got orange. I'm not even gonna talk about <laughs> one of the one of the, the don't picks, do it. One of the things that they be doing. Anyway, don't do it. But that yeah, it's definitely. Listen, never mind. It's something. Don't I'll tell it. you after the show. I already <laughs> So, with that being said, I, I, it's important to know where you come from. It is. It's very important. So, definitely, if you want to go do your DNA test, go do your DNA test. Some people are against it. Some people are. I think it's great for me to leave the legacy so I can write that part that might have been the missing chapter for my kids. Because a kid should never not know where they come from. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, a, a lot of people can't go past grandpa. Some people can't even get to grandpa or grandma. So, just to put that out there. So, Simi, where are you from? I'm born and raised right here, Las Vegas, Nevada. She a Las Vegas mm-hmm. native, y'all. Yeah, born right and raised right here. But my parents, I have, you know, our roots are Little Rock, Arkansas, Gary, Indiana, Michigan, Kalamazoo, yes. and Grand Rapids, uh, Michigan. And then we have roots also in Louisiana. Okay. So, mm-hmm. Dope. So... What do you do, Simi? Like what? <laughs> you do so much. So just, just do a list of everything that oh you do. Oh, my goodness. So, you know, I do social work, safe school professional during the day. You know, 20, how many years now? 23 with the school district. CCSD, that's what I do. I work with high-risk students daytime, in the daytime. And um, I had the pleasure of working at only one of three behavior schools in the state, mm-hmm. in the city. Um we're in CCSD, and I love it. I get to I get to change lives, and I also get to be inspired by stories that I hear, because when I when I'm listening to the students' stories about what the, they overcame, overcame, I'm able to be so much more grateful. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. it has really increased my capacity. Yeah. And being grateful. Right. Um. So I do that. I MC a lot of events. Matter of fact, I have three events coming up. Should I add them to the church announcement? MC, I have, yeah, I have uh, three events coming up. I have one event coming up in Baltimore. I'm going to be a keynote speaker there. This is all for 2020. Oh, you fancy. I have, um, (laughs) I have a big, big concert with um, GHD Radio, my hip-hop radio family. Mm -hmm. We won the Stellar last year. First, um, we trailblazed for hip-hop. We won a, a stellar for hip-hop radio. Mm-hmm. And so they're renting out one of the real, not renting, but they've got the real big stadium in L.A. Mm-hmm. Yep. And right. we're going to be, we have like 20 hosts and all these artists come in and gospel, Christian, and Latino gospel or Christian hip-hop. Wow. Did I say the right? C H H. So C-H-H. you know I say I want to say gospel, but I say gospel, hip hip hop gospel. Hip hop. Hip hop rap. All that. But all it's that. it's in it's gospel. It's um gospel, Christian and Latino. Mm. So it's something that's never been done and we it's gonna be amazing because um there's a deal worked out with Netflix for that. That's awesome. dope. Um wow. it's a lot of excited. There are so many things and I'm trying to I'm unfortunately I'm gonna be out, I have a little surgery coming up. This week, so I'll be out for the week of the month of December, which I'm so upset because I usually travel all mm-hmm. Vegas supporting events. That's why I'm like, I can't. But I do emceeing, hosting, uh, I evangelize, do comedy, Christian comedy, you know that. Deacon Goodfoot. Yeah, Deacon Goodfoot. Get How on you doing? 
Yeah. <laughs> well, a man robbed God, coming out of the book of Malachi. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so wait okay. a minute, hold it. <laughs> my what? Out of the book of Malachi. <laughs> well, a man robbed God. Oh. Uh, you better get on the good foot, cha cha cha. <laughs> get on the good foot, what you want? Get on the good foot, what you need? Get ga, uh, get ga. Uh, uh, uh. What was that inspired by? Oh my goodness, let me tell you something. So, growing up in Las Vegas, I can't even tell you how many churches I was a part of. Whether it was I attended the church or it was vacation Bible school because my mom was a, what was it called? National accredited vacation, um, national accredited evangelist mm-hmm. or Sunday school teacher. So anyway, I was at... Oh, so all, you never left the parking lot. Never. So you were sitting in the car never. like, I'm rest to go two never. hours Always. later. I, right. That was me. That was my family. <laughs> so I used to watch the uh, watch the deacons and the pastors, and I would crack up. And I would mock. So when you said, you know, my favorite pastor, he passed away. He was my He's the one who baptized me, um, Pastor um, Horn of... Um, Oh my, St. James Baptist. This is back in the day. This is right by, and anyway, on the west side. So he said, and uh, I want to tell you, uh, God. And I used to practice, but I'd be like, uh, I was trying to get it. I'd be like, Mom, my voice is through, my, so, my uh, throat is sore. Was well, so you stop in there playing with them pastors' voices? <laughs> and I started. You know, I, and I have a raspy voice, but it really helped because I think it's one reason it's raspy because I was always imitating the deacons. I didn't imitate the women. I wasn't <laughs> impressed with the women. I didn't care how they sang or how mm. cute they hear. I like the pastors. <laughs> the way <laughs> you don't know them like I know them. <laughs> and so I just start copying that. And then if they said something wrong, like one time, one of the deacons said, I want everybody to turn to the book of Filipinos. I said, what? I'm quoting that, the book of Filipinos. Listen, see, if I would have got in trouble. I did. I would have got in trouble because I would have like... Shut your mouth. I got slapped in the face quite a bit, but it was funny. And then Ooh, I got pitch. Oh, pitch all the time. Real. Again, my mom. I told y'all that my mom was an usher, so I, she would be in the back of the church. I'm in the choir, and she get that look from the back of the church. You already knew what that you meant. Know what that meant. <laughs> Boy, and when she snatched my brother out the choir stand one Sunday and whooped him on the side of the church, and Ooh, we Jesus. we in church, we could still hear it. The church walls is thin. Too thin. Mm-hmm. I mean, outside. You can hear every, every they want everybody to get saved. That's why they thin on purpose. Mm-hmm. They like, want you to get. Lord, have mercy. What's, what's going on in the church? You know what's oh, funny? It was it was a it was a deacon at my church, and the only reason I picked up his how he talked is because I had a, he was helping me build my like re, remodel my house, and you know how many fights we got Christian holy fights where mm. I, we was like, and then let me tell you. Let me tell you how he'll talk. He'll be like, see, see, I told you. I didn't told you. See, if you know, you need your Bibles. See, my father told me. See, 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 my father told me about you. 
And you need to read your Bibles. See, that's Ooh. why the, the pastor didn't need to tell you about that. Mm. And I'd be like, oh, my God. And my best friend would laugh. He would drive by. He'd be like, how the house looking? <laughs> and I was like, you ain't right. <laughs> right. You know, I, tiling, I learned how to tile, do tiles mm. with him. Amen. And, and then paint and take up carpet. Yeah. And hear him. See, see, and you should have cleaned up the house before you get in. Uh, every two minutes. But he taught you something. Yeah, he taught mm-hmm. me. He taught me how to You speak. got the word of God in you. You got talent and this whole another skill set. And guess, and guess what his name was? Right. Guess what his name was? What? Adam. Oh. See, God loved Adam. Yeah, see, <laughs> I was like, I was like, and, 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 don't, don't get me started on what you should be talking about. But anyway, yeah. that's a whole different story. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Yeah. It was found in the book of Filipinos. Yeah, yeah. He said that, and then I, the pastor, got behind him and said, "You know, it's all kind of ways you could praise God." He said, "You could praise God with your mouth. You could praise God with your hands." Hey. <laughs> <laughs> we said, "My what? brother." <laughs> And my brother and I said, what? We was dying laughing. He was like, I'm going to go. Fly away. I would be in trouble. That would have kicked me out of the church. Well, this is what I'm trying to tell you. So after a while, my mom... When we would make jokes and stuff about what happened or whatever, my mom started laughing because she said, you all, I would have comedy for hours. But we got it. A lot of it was from church. church. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I feel like doing Christian comedy, which I have had a ball. I'm telling you, I've traveled everywhere. I matter of fact, I did um I I did Christian comedy for um what church was it? Uh, Mountain. Oh, what is it called? No, Mount Grove. Mount Grove. Pleasant Grove? Pleasant Grove. Oh. Pleasant Grove Missionary Baptist Church, NBC. Okay. I know it was an M in there. Pleasant Grove. And they had, I did, I did, uh, I did their 60-something church anniversary. Oh, wow. Just two weeks ago. And so, I mean, and but I've, I've opened up for a lot of people. Dr. Jamal Bryant. I've opened up for Vanessa Bell Armstrong. I've opened up for um, Mr. Brown. A lot of people. And it's so fun. And Christian comedy, it's for everybody else. But really, when I'm I'm writing jokes, a lot of times I'm just thinking about things that have happened. And I'll just customize the fit whatever environment I'm going into. But a lot of the jokes are really things that happen in my whole lifespan of being here in Las Vegas <laughs> in all these different churches. Wow. And, and my character, Deacon Goodfoot, is really a combination of almost every deacon I've seen and a little bit of inspiration. By Mount Ma, uh, Martin Lawrence, at <coughs> Jerome and Rome. Jerome and I. Yeah, I had to. I had to. So it's all those. What's because up, buttercream, buttercream. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So yeah. So that's you know I have a couple of characters, but that's hilarious. It's fun. I mean, it's straight therapeutic. And Christian people really need, I don't care what anybody say, because we get tried. We want to cuss so bad most of the time mm. when people act up. Yeah. I mean, I really want to go, a lot of time, my challenge is with social media. I see people put the stupidest things on Facebook. I mean, that's pastors, ministers, and I get an attitude. Mm-hmm. I said it because, you know, whatever I say behind, I say to their face. But my problem is, and I I'll said this, I said this at, New Antioch, when I was speaking last week, I said, 
I have a problem with ministers and pastors that's getting on Facebook talking about a bunch of nothing with them and they. Mm-hmm. You know, I still don't get it. So, for me, instead of me getting up there, because everything's not my business, God didn't call me to be Paul. Mm-hmm. I wasn't called to be Paul in, the, in, in Vegas. You know, Paul would come for you. I wasn't called to be Peter. I wasn't called for that. But, so a lot of times I just use uh, comedy when I go to somebody's churches to kind of give them a lesson. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I flow in the prophetic with the comedy. And they be like, ooh, who she talking to? So last, <laughs> a couple of weeks ago when I was doing a comedy for one of the churches, they was like, I was like, you know how you got that one? I was like, don't think you're good for it. You got that one church member. Choir member. Y'all suppose wear black and white. But they want to wear black, white, and red. <laughs> and I said, they came with red earrings, red accessories, red high heels, a red pocketbook. It was supposed to be basic black and white. They stashing in there, with, got an attitude with y'all. Everybody else uniform. You a rebel. <laughs> <laughs> so when I said that, you know, sometimes I operate in the prophetic, but it's stuff all that we've seen in the church. Mm-hmm. The right. woman going to say, I know she not talking about me. Now, I didn't even know her. Wow. <laughs> wow. Guilty conscience, guilty conscience. And she had an attitude. And I'm in a man character, but she knew I was one. But you know, because I had said, I'm coming back with my character. Let me see her outside. Yeah, okay. Let me see. Who talking about me? I want to know who told her what. Wow. Keep talking. I know she not. Don't be looking at this table. <laughs> And I was cracking oh. up. She had a whole attitude. Oh, God. Oh. fell out. Oh, that's the hey, hey, see, 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 I told y'all I wasn't raised in church. That would have been an instigating moment. But she said it, though. <laughs> no, and you know, and that's why you have to use comedy is good for the Christians need comedy. We yeah. have to have a positive. We cannot be involved in the shenanigans and the foolery like everybody else. But you could use your... Uh, Christian antics or your Christian comedy to kind of correct some stuff. And it's still fun at the same time. And people are like, you know what? I did that. Ooh, I did that. <laughs> you know, and then it kind of corrects and it's fun. And and that way you, no one has hard feelings. Right. So I kind of use it that way sometimes if I'm led to. But it's wonderful. I just, I just, I appreciate who God made me to be. You know what I'm saying? I have struggles like everybody else and I have real messes like everybody else. But I have really come to embrace Everything that God says I am. Mm-hmm. And I'm never, one thing that I'm glad is I'm confident in who God called me to be. Mm-hmm. I'm not confident in myself, but I'm confident in who God called me to be. And so. And that's an interesting fact right there to be. Right. Because I could, agree, I could agree with you on that. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm very confident in what God has yeah. planned me to do because he showed the evidence. But when it comes to you, that's why it's funny that a lot of people that's in the, in the, in the, in the front is very introverted at home. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, a lot of people that you see singing, hee-hee-ha-ha, even on radio platform, TV platforms, you see them by themselves, they be ducked off. Chilling. Like, please don't come talk to me. Please, <laughs> Lord, don't have a drop. How you doing? I, well, thank I, you so much. Yes, God amen. bless you. Amen. God amen. Man, I need to get home. Man. Mm-hmm. That, I'm get out of it. Or do, uh, or you do me and give, give the face like, all right, praise the Lord. I don't want to talk to you. It's just because you know. I think you pour. I think you guys pour so much out. You know when you when you you're uh, for you're in the forefront, and you know you didn't put yourself there, but God called you to be in that forefront. So you know you have to pour out. Like when you all Mm -hmm. singing, you all are, are beautiful singers. But when you're all singing and you're pouring out everything you have, you know what it took for you. 
if you're singing somebody's song, you know what you know what it takes for you to get those notes. You know what it takes for you to minister. You can't come in yourself. You have to come right. in. You have to get into a place. And it also doesn't matter what you're going through. You have to be unselfish. Right. You can't be selfish with what you're going through and think you're going to give God mm-hmm. God's people your best. You got to go out there and you got to get beyond what you're going through and how you're feeling to minister a word and ask God to slap some anointed on it. That's right. It. right. And so that's why sometimes when you're not ministering or you're not with your intimate group of friends, and that's, it's usually not too many, two or three, yeah. uh, your mama, you know, whoever that is. I know I might be speaking just for myself. But when it's all said and done, you kind of have to retreat. Because you gotta got to let God fill you up, yeah. and you got to take time to kind of reflect. And then you also got to take time to heal <laughs> yeah. from whatever it's going through. Because you can't heal publicly. Right. right. You got to heal privately. That's true. Yeah, so you I, heal publicly, you're going to get crucified. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, <clears throat> but the good thing is about it at the end of the day is, like I say, I, I, I told him last week, I said, I really don't care. I'm at a place where I don't care what people think. Mm-hmm. And, you I'm know, you. I don't care. Well. What, yeah. You know, and you have to be that way. Yeah. And I don't. I'm not one to have a quick tongue to talk to people, but as long as you stay in your lane concerning my business, how you feel about me, we're going to mm-hmm. be okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Other than that, it's like we all we are all God's people, and we all have real stories. We have all have real things we go through. But I respect people's space at the end of the day. If they don't want to be bothered, you, don't, you only see what they they're giving you. Mm-hmm. Right. You don't know what they're dealing with in their heart, and you don't know what they're dealing with their mind and their spirit. So, true. so give them their space if That's they right. want it. Right. People have a right to be funny style. Mm-hmm. I really believe that. Mm-hmm. It's not wrong. You don't know what they... they didn't, did they sing your song? Did they come to church? Did they work your altar? Did they read the Bible verse? Okay. Did they lay hands? Did they teach the children? Mm-hmm. Let them retreat and get filled in and, and, and let them be healed. Mm-hmm. And let them heal privately. And stop bothering them and dialing up their phone. Give them that. Everybody deserve that. Everyone deserve. Huh? Do (laughs) Do not not disturb. disturb. (laughs) Right. That's the sermon right there. (laughs) Right. Do not disturb. You know, I I, I definitely have to say this. um, And I probably was like, man, she went from being funny to like being deep real quick. Let me show. When I first met Simi, first of all, I wanted to say, that Simi, I appreciate you because, like I said, you've been like a big sister to me. Yeah. And we click as soon as like that. We have a pose and everything. Yes, we have like a brother sister pose and pictures like oh, y'all see he, it. And he do that. And, I, 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 you, 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 and 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 the crazy part about it was she's so real, and she that's why it's so real on the side part. But it being you know no pun intended, she's so real with, about God. Mm-hmm. And I saw her at the Stellars. And she was she pulled this woman to the side. This woman was bawling by the time that Simi stopped talking to her. She prayed for her. She spoke a word over her, and it was real. Then you fast forward to the anointed summer party where she was a guest and she came up and spoke a word and mm-hmm. then tended to the people. Yeah. And 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 then it's so many but it's the same mentality. And I definitely want to tip my hat to you about that because that's a good quality because you know, when you show that you have consistency yeah. in who you are, that goes far. That's why God keeps elevating people with consistency because God know how you is. You can have an attitude, but as long as you are a labor worker, you can you cannot be the best of something, but as long as you are a labor worker for God, God's going to elevate you and other people will get mad like, why well, did you get elevated? Because yeah. you one way this way and one way the next day, you double-minded. Yeah. And, and 
what? See, Chris is the is the is is the other not polished version of what I was trying to say. So anyway, I just definitely say Thank you know you, so you you definitely sh show out when it comes down to that. You able to be the funny one, but you able to identify when God brings a word to you to be able to be like you know what you know it, it's it's time to harvest souls. Mm -hmm. Yes, and I've seen that even in um, you hosting. Like a couple of events, I've seen it where you do the comedy, but all of a sudden it'll switch, and you're mm -hmm. like, "All right, yep, let's go ministry mode," like instantly. And I'm like, "Wow, yeah, it is, yeah, definitely." You know, and I think I really think that a lot of God's people are multifaceted. I really do. You know, you could. It's the same thing. It's you know when you're confident in who God called you to be. I am. I am completely not confident when it comes to Sammy. I'm completely, when we say slap semi so real, that's, that's, um, that really is where I say, I say, when I say so real, so real is about me being real and what God says about me, not what I feel about myself. Mm -hmm. Right. That's how that name mm -hmm. came about. It's semi so <laughs> real about not what, what you see or what right. you feel, but what does God's word say and who does he say you, you are. Right. That's the real part of mm -hmm. me. Yeah. And I think that a lot of God's people are multifaceted. Everybody in this room, again, you can laugh. You all could laugh and talk about these jokes with these the camp, uh, the comedy and the announcements, the church announcement, and then you'll start talking about how good the pastor were and what was and what you learned from him and what mm -hmm. you want to do and where you see yourself. And it's the same thing. Mm -hmm. It's just the same absolute thing. It's just when you your heart is open to move the way God would have you to move right. and not allowing anybody to put you in a box and tell you, well, you have to be an evangelist or you have to be an evangelist mm -hmm. through song and nothing else. Say that again. That part. That. Not allowing yes. anybody yes. to put you in a box That's and label you, you, label you, but being who God says you are and when he yeah. says you are that. Because God, I mean, that's just how he is. Mm -hmm. you, you could be, like I say, you're minister, you're anybody who sings, whether they want to admit it or not, anyone who sings is an evangelist. Mm -hmm. Because true. an evangelist is one who can move somebody, teach the word, and they're, they, they have charisma. They're charismatic. They can draw the people by the word. They can create with the word. They can show you imagery. That's what people do when they sing. When they sing, sometimes they're singing your life. They're singing your story, mm -hmm. and you feel what they're singing. And then they slap God's word on it, and you're like, ah, right. but God said this. Right. It's the same thing. Yeah. You're going right yeah. from right. that mode, and then you go down. You put it, you know, you didn't minister to people. Then you put the microphone down, and you minister to yourself. You didn't minister to yourself. You know what I'm saying? It's, mm -hmm. That's the mode. That's how God moves. And we have to be open to move how God moves us without mm -hmm. thinking about what the people. That's why I forbid myself to think about them and they. Right. Yeah. Yes. And I don't want nobody reminding me about them and they. Because right. it took me a long time to be delivered by them and they. Them and, they. Right. and I don't need them going on a Facebook reminding me of them and they. And you got 20,000 followers and you got 2,000 and you got eight. But you got a ministry and you still worried about them and they. Right. So right. wrong with that. And that's and if you're the pastor or the minister and you're worried about them and they, what about the people under you? Mm -hmm. Well, the people you're supposed to be ministering to. So you have to get past them. And, they, and as long as we do that and become everything that God says we're supposed to be, we can walk in the boldness and confidence of God. Mm -hmm. That is, It's a wonderful place to be. Yeah, it yeah. is. Mm -hmm. And, and yes. you know, when, and you get, when you get past them and they, because then you're always on the defense and you're always thinking somebody's either talking about you after you or about to try to hurt you. Mm -hmm. Or subbing you on Facebook. Or all those things. <laughs> so... One thing I could definitely say that has been dope from the experience of knowing you, Simi, is that you didn't treat 
me like, oh my goodness, there go that other radio guy. Like that's my competition, or oh that's 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 a person that I can't kick it with because he doing this and I'm doing this, and and we supposed to be beefing. You have been genuine, where a lot of people around town probably be looking like, hold on, Pastor JB, send me events, send me be at his events, <laughs> and, and and that's how. In in the in the thing that I say, it's beautiful that way because that's how Christians are supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Unity brings change. If we stand it united, we could build a kingdom of God. We can't build if we all fighting each other. That's right. Think about it. Y'all seen how long it took the spaghetti bowl to be built? I bet oh, you it was some fighting. And every time I passed by the, the people that was working, they were standing standing around. What you think they was doing? Obviously, I ain't never built none. They was arguing. They was fighting. Look, they, I don't know. I they they was fighting. They took forever. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. I wasn't there. So I don't know. I was just trying to get <laughs> Just hurry up and get through it so I get to where I was going. But that's the, that is, it's important but, to be on the same team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Send me talk about, you know, how did you get in radio? Wow, that was amazing. Let me tell you, it was 2012. I was doing an interview with Lena Love about an upcoming um, comedy show I had, Christian comedy show, and I was so excited because it was supposed to air on BET. I had people from BET flying in, and guess what? The day before, they called and they're like, we're not going to be able to make it. We are, we're checking out this woman named Lexi. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm over it. Hold on, hold on. That, that, that hurt my heart. But just let me, because she had already built the name and they were interviewing her for something to host. And so that kicked my whole little project to the side. And I was like, I was so hurt. But anyway, I was like, well, I still got the radio interview. With <laughs> 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 Lena Loves. <laughs> ah! And so... I go on the radio, and we interview, and we have this amazing radio chemistry. Like, she's talking, I'm answering questions, and we hee-hee and ha-ha, and it was just so fun and natural. And so the manager was like, I think you might want to come on, and I like the way you guys balance each other out. And so I didn't know anything (laughs) about radio, but I fell in love with it. I fell in love with it. Uh, one thing about it was I wasn't able to work the board, and so the manager said, you're not going to be on my radio station talking and not knowing how to uh, work the board, so if you can't work the board in X amount of time, then <laughs> you're going to have to skedaddle. Mm-hmm. It was, he said it nicer than that, but he said mm-hmm. it like that, you know, mm-hmm. and so I was like, ah, and it was a challenge because I'm mechanically challenged, but what I loved about it, and this is when I seen God increase my capacity to have faith in him, even things that I'm not naturally good at, I'm like, God, you know, I, I didn't come this far, and I love this. You're not going to give me, let me, them give me the boot. I learned how to work that board. Mm-hmm. But that's when I learned that I loved radio. Wow. And that was 2012. Wow. Mm-hmm. So y'all got, y'all got X amount of time. Whatever. To learn the board. <laughs> <laughs> we work the boards Whatever. at our church, so right. don't play so with don't us. Play. Okay. Now. Nah. <laughs> uh. Uh, uh, okay. Whatever. High five. Anyhow. Yeah. Anyways. Well, I can say. this microphone, by the way. I can say. Yeah, stupid. When I when I first heard Sammy, I heard her do the Deacon Goodfoot. I didn't know who she was. Had no clue about you. But all I know, I was up under the seat. That's all I could tell you. 
because it was just that hilarious. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, who is that man up there? You know, didn't ever knew it was a woman doing it. That's the funny part. And I'm like saying to myself, this is crazy, man. And then when you show who you were, I said, wow. That's all I could say was wow because it was just amazing to me. Because you don't get that, that kind of laughter that you really, really need. Because that laughter does, when you're laughing like that from the good, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It does something. It's a release. It's a big release. And so from that point, I don't think I, I saw you again, Simi, until maybe some years later when um, we started. Uh, I think it was just being at the radio. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's when I started running back in tour again. And she still was the same. Well, I got a chance to see her on a different side. Mm -hmm. That's when I started getting to know her. But then the other part was, I have to say, had it not been for Sammy. Um, pushing me to do something. I would have never did what I have already accomplished right now. Had she not said, well, you got to do some music and we're going to do this this conference and we're going to... And I'm like, okay. You know, I ain't had no clue. You know what I'm saying? I'm walking blindly. I don't know what's going on. I don't know none of these folks. You know, I barely knew who she was. And I'm like, okay, all right. You know, and that's what happened. And so uh, when they had the conference and she was over and she was trying to get Vegas mm -hmm. included and involved in it. And only so many of us was there. So those that was there got a chance to be blessed on yeah. a whole nother level. Mm -hmm. And that's what started me grinding a little bit more because of her. Mm -hmm. honestly, and then meeting Emery as well. Mm -hmm. And so between the two of them are the ones, the, re the, the reason why I'm where I'm at, because they both have been pushing me. Yeah. And when she talked about the music, I'll never forget when I gave my music the first time, um, someone said, uh, is this the actual song on here? Is this the single? What is this? And so that just made me realize what I was given was not right. Mm -hmm. So I had to go back to the drawing board. But then when we had the second conference, the second conference was even better. But before that, they had the, um, the uh, what was that? They had the Stella Awards. Uh, uh, showcase. Showcase. Mm -hmm. That was something that really, really opened my eyes because I had someone that told me a couple of years before that, told me I wasn't ready for a showcase. Mm -hmm. They said I wasn't ready, and they knew me very well. And I said, okay. And I took that like, all right, so, you know, I just kind of brushed it off. And then when this came up and I was able to be a part of it, I got a chance to see something that I wasn't even expecting. Not only was I in a room with some giants and some great people, people I didn't know nothing about, but folks that had been in the industry, the radio industry, the record label industry, folks that had been around this whole industry for years. Right. And I was able to be there to just glean everything. Not only was I there, but I stayed to the end. Yes, you did. I stayed to the end and was so blessed by, what was the gentleman's name that, that sang from uh, Kurt Franklin? Oh, that was, um, his name starts with a D. Um, oh, I forget it. Um, it uh, I can't think of his name. But anyway, he was there. It'll come. It starts with a D. Uh -huh. It's right there. Um, he sang with uh, Tamalaka. Sang Tamalaka. Tamalaka. His name starts with his Dame. name. Oh, that, that, come, that, no. come, that come out of the Dame. book of Filipino? No, not Damon. No, um, it's a song that they sang together back in the day. I had to look it up. But anyways, he was His there. name starts with a D. Yeah. Devante? No. Mm -mm. It'll come to us later. But anyway, he was there, and he told his testimony. 
Mm-hmm. And that thing hit me so hard to the point where you never know what an individual is really going through. Mm-hmm. You know, although he was tied with Kirk Franklin, he was with the family at the time. Yes. Mm-hmm. He was singing with them and everything, but God has shut Daylin. him down. Daylin. That's it. Mm. He has shut Daylin. him down. Yeah. Y'all don't know the song that they sang? Anyway, they kind of I'm trying to think about what song, because what song, I know she do, Now Behold the Lamb. That's the song. Oh. <laughs> That's the song. Hey, see, yeah. see, came out the head. But what I want to say is that you know all of that that has happened had had would not have happened if it had not been. And I have to say it for Sammy. I just really have to get props to that because um, I wasn't thinking about doing none of that. I felt right. like I was already at an age, and that my time had already you know that part had already lapsed. I pushed other people, but for her to believe in me, and to actually put those those seeds in me between her and Emery, but she started it, I'm grateful. So I have to say that. And and I have to say that she's been the same then as she is now. Yeah. So I want to let you know I really do appreciate Consistency. Ooh, my turn. <laughs> <laughs> so. I'm chasing. Oh, Jesus. Go. So, i never forget. I already met you and everything, and I've seen you around the city, but um, we submitted the first version of Chasing After You which was out, and we submitted it to, was it KCEP? Mm-hmm. And we submitted it to Simi. Simi sent it back and was like, uh, no, it's not, it was, it's not together, it's not polished. But, and I appreciate that, because she didn't allow me to be, to put it out everywhere else and get other responses, and I'm glad mm-hmm. about that. But literally, it made me have to go back to the drawing board, and now we have a more polished version of the song to where now radio stations are playing it. Right mm-hmm. across the, the United States right. now. And it was, again, like Dr. Marvin Etta Clay said, if it wasn't for Simbi being real mm-hmm. about it and telling me the truth about it, and I didn't even get offended. I'm the one to let you know I didn't get offended. Good. I was like, I needed the feedback because I wanted to know because I, no offense to the person who did it. I just felt like it wasn't up to par like I would want it. Yes. But I didn't know no better. But mm-hmm. you told me, and I was like, I'm grateful for that because now, again, it's being played and it's up for an award. Yeah. So, <laughs> so again, <laughs> send me so real, so real, so guy. real. And she can tell you the truth. So again, yes. I appreciate you. And then even putting me on um, what was the um, the conference last year, which I apologize. Oh yes, no, so it's the, fine. The, 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 the part. Yeah. I was upset about that. Don't worry, but you I, had a lot on your plate, but you still made it to the business of music conference. Yeah. Yes. Oh, and and speaking of those conference, because a lot of people are probably like, man, they. And she helped them a lot. How did that happen? Well, if you didn't know, Simi has these conferences where she breaks it down, Barney right. style, for artists that really need to know the ins and outs of the yes. industry. You know, if you haven't been in the industry, you can't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you have to go to things like this to mm-hmm. understand the differences of the industry and, and know not to hit the you know the road bumps and, and watch out for this. And I think a universal language I've talked with secular artists and gospel artists is know your contract. And then mostly understanding yes. everything. Yep. Everything so from production to mm-hmm. radio and, and you know, kind of give it like a snippet out there for the people that submit music to this radio station is that you have to know how to come to a radio station. Right. If you submit a song and you just show me your YouTube, I'm not looking at it. I'm going to be honest. I want to be able to click on my email. And I know, and I'm not even a stickler. 
because I go way beyond. There's some major stations that they'd be like, nah, mm-hmm. I don't. Some people still sit, send in CDs. Don't yeah. you send us if you don't play CDs in your car. Why would you send a CD to a radio station? I like CDs. Mm-hmm. I just like them. And I have, I mean, everybody's car still has a CD player. But it's it's right. You do still need everything electronic, like right. you're saying. You need to have that MP3. Right. You need to have that. I like CDs because I do like to put it in. And sometimes I like to go back or I want to listen to this again. And I might not be right in front of my You could do it from your phone still. But I like a hard copy. And... Just in case something happened to that email or whatever, um, whatever, or you have a lot of emails, um, that happens. You you just barely can't even get through. I can pop that in, and I'll remember to do that. On my drive time, I'm popping stuff in, listening. I still have, oh, I'm so guilty, because I've listened listened to everybody who's came to the conferences. Mm -hmm. And in Vegas, I listen to their stuff first. But I still have probably... Between 40 and 60 CDs. Oh, wait. Between the CDs and in my computer. Oh, wow. That I have to still get feedback on. But I, you know, I learned a lot of that. I'm still not the expert. I've learned a lot of stuff from Emory and uh, different lawyers and different um, labels we work with and um, people that, <laughs> uh, MC Nice, people that have been in the industry, Shani G, Emory Marshall. Emory Marshall is uh, an industry expert he's mm-hmm. ridiculous yeah. he <clears throat> i could sit on the phone we'll sit on the phone for two hours and i'm learning the whole time i'm like so i i have had all that stuff that you guys credited me with on the music side i have to say i've been a student and i've been able to even learning stuff from 88.1 about what's radio edit what's radio ready versus what's not the sound and things like i've been a student for the last <laughs> honestly i've been a student for probably the last seven years um, the last two, three years, I've learned more about music, the sound, the quality, um, contracts, stuff like that, mm-hmm. what they're looking for, uh, EPKs and just different things. I've been a, a, a master student in the last two, three years. Wow. And I've been able to share it. But when that's one thing with me, I don't believe in getting information and not sharing it. Mm-hmm. That's a no-no. That's kingdom mindset, though. Mm-hmm. When you learn how to get over, uh, over like, a, a you know, an issue, if you can learn how to get over that, you should be going back, you know, and mm-hmm. helping everybody else. Mm-hmm. You know, I say it here countlessly that us as Christians should not sit here and we, if, if you win, in, you should be telling other people how to mm-hmm. win, right. not telling how to p- other people how to fail. Mm-hmm. Right. And, you know, and, that, and that's, that's something that we have to look as an overall feedback because, you know, we shouldn't be thinking that we're above anybody. A lot of times, you know, it was, it was funny. I I, I was um, listening to that guy who plays the piano on Instagram, and he always makes different like songs, and it's like it's like a comedian, right? But he was talking about how when you first become a Christian artist, you're like, yeah, thank you Jesus, you know, for this, and and then he said when you become a national gospel artist, he's like. Yes, and they're like, hey, you know, people are starting to see that you don't go to church. Well, you know, I'm busy, and, you know, I, I got my success. And, and then they're like, why don't you just talk about, you know, they act like they don't, like you don't know Jesus anymore. He's like, hey, why do we always have to stay with one J, you know? Mm. Like, and, yeah, mm. he, and, and the funny part about it is, and he, he wrote in this, this is real people. Mm-hmm. There's real people that they get so big, but they forget who's the person 
that brought them into that place in the first place, and that's God. Because that's the, the Christian gospel genre isn't just a genre. It's a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, you, should, you shouldn't come and you talk about, um, I almost named somebody. So, um, <laughs> um, thank you, Holy Ghost. Yeah, yeah thank you, Jesus. Um, you can't s- say these things in your songs. Let me just generalize it like that. And then act totally opposite when you, somebody meets you and they expect to hear life. They expect to hear, see some loving and expect to be able to be like, especially if they, especially, I'm going to be so transparent right now. If this person went through and your song brought them through, and they come up to you to tell you that, mm. and you totally flip them off. That right there put blood on your hands. I just want any artist to remember that because it's sad that there's people out there that are gonna come up to you and be like, "Man, your song really got me through." I was thinking about this, 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 mm-hmm, this, mm-hmm. and then they come up and they talk to you, and you know. And that's why I I, I understood personally how Leandria felt when she met What's-A-Face and he just kind of like brushed her off. Mm-hmm. People mad, oh, she got smart, she cussing all that. First of all, y'all cuss when y'all close the door anyway. But that's a whole different story. Y'all cuss in church, what you talking about? Right, oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. That's a whole different story. But it's just the whole thing that, you know, when you become an artist, you should live the life that you're singing. Right. That That's simple. I don't care if you don't feel like it. There's a lot of things that you don't feel like. You don't, you don't cuss somebody out or dismiss your boss because you don't want to be at work. That's right. Well, you know, as as Sammy said, she said, um, when you are up there, you 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 are an evangelist. You're evangelizing, and and that is so true in all the sense of the word. I mean, you may be you 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 got lyrics that you are actually putting to melody, mm-hmm. and so now that you're putting those two things out, because we know music is is an art form that brings some kind of change. Amen. It, it helps heal, it helps deliver, it helps set free, it helps does all of that. But when you put the lyrics to the music, it makes it even more double, you know, double power. And so um, it, it, it's an evangelistic thing that's going on because even when I was in, in, in Cali and I was singing, um, a song said, who shall separate me from the love of God? And the church was up and everybody was shouting and everything. And when church was over with, of course I'm tired. But this gentleman came up to me. He said, I want to thank you for singing that song. I said, you're welcome. I said, praise God. He said, no. He said, I want to thank you. You saved my life. Mm. I said, my God. I had to take a step back. He said, no. I was getting ready to commit suicide. Mm. He said, and you saved my life. And so from that point on, I don't take anything that I do when I'm ministering for granted because you right. never know who you may be touching. That's right. And you right. never know who might need that at that given point because it's so important to give what God has for them so that it can help change that situation. Yeah. That's deep. That's true. Very true. It's, I've had it, that situation. You happen. know, I could simply say music is what brought me to Christ. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, one thing that a lot of people think, oh, you got to be going to work. Yeah, the word is important, but there's word and singing as well. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what got me to be the 15-year-old boy that didn't come with parents to join a church was hearing a song, Make Me Over Again, mm-hmm. you know, because I remember, you know, everybody know what's right and wrong. 
your grandmama, your mama, somebody told you what's right or wrong, and you've just been living your life. And then by the time that you get to a church and you hear a song, make me over again where I can be happy again. Mm. Make me over again where I don't have to be always so angry. Make me over again where I can start trusting people and having a sense of, of unity. Make me over again. I'm just letting y'all know that song really got mm -hmm, me because that was all the processes in my head i was like you know i'm sitting here i'll be transparent i was smoking weed doing everything else in the streets like I, I, what i wanted to go do because i was hurting i was in pain i was all this and that's why i always tell people you, you don't judge somebody what they're going through in that moment because you don't know that that transformation that might happen if you stay with them Mm -hmm. Because, you know, they could have just dismissed my little 15-year-old self. Oh, that's that, that bad teenager that always walked to church and, and he'd be cussing and he'd be doing this and he'd be doing that. And I would never be Pastor Jay. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it, it, it's big because that music really gets you to start paying attention. Because you you start, you know, start feeding. It start, it's like the music feeds you. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it, once you start eating, you start getting hungry, right? You know, you eat a little bit of something, you're like, oh, I'm really hungry. Now I shouldn't have ate that. The word, now after that, now you're hearing the word. Now you're hearing. Because if I heard this and it touched me, mm -hmm. what's that preacher going to say? Mm -hmm. See, and that's the thing that a lot of people have to, to really be conscious of. Because the blood of the innocent is on your hands. Because he still was innocent. He was sent to you to be whole again. Mm -hmm. He was sent to you to be have purpose. He was sent to you so he can have hope. And then if you let somebody go out those doors without you really, you know, give them that word that God told you to because you were being disobedient, headstrong, thinking you the stuff, thinking you this, oh, that's beneath me because you never know who somebody might turn out to be. That's right. So true. Just ask that. So, Simi, back to you. So, what would be um, a word of encouragement that you would give artists, um, women in ministry? Because you do so many things, I have to ask you, like these multi things. So it's multifaceted. Yeah, multifaceted. <laughs> yeah, that's the word. You know, radio people. Uh, what encouragement would you do if you're speaking to a comedian? You know, all these things from what you've learned, what advice would you give? You know, I think I would say take time to go to God in your quiet quiet space and in your quiet time. Tell God what you want, but ask God what does he want for mm -hmm. your life. And then ask God to open the doors for you to do what he says to do. Because I've learned that God already knows the desires of your heart. He said, I know what you have need of before you ask. And, he, and you know, he, he already knows everything. He said, I know your, your thoughts are far off. He already knows everything. A lot of times I don't think artists, I think they question themselves when they're going to, they're doing music. I think mm -hmm. people, uh, comedians question themselves. People are so worried about if they're going to be received or if it's going to be good enough or if they're going to be able to deliver. We have a picture in our mind of how we want things to play out. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and they often don't play out Ever. that way because Ever. we never include the process mm -hmm. in our planning. We never include, we just see the, we see that platform mm -hmm. and we don't see all the processes and the things that we're going to go through to get to that platform. Right. But I've learned that if you go to God in your quiet time, in your quiet space, and you say, God, this is the this is really what I want. This is the desire of my heart. But he, what do you want for me? Mm -hmm. And you ask God to give you what he wants you to do, 
what he wants you to do and to open those doors, there's a sense of peace and there's a sense of favor that you will have. Right. Um, and and you can't be, you won't have the enemy coming in your ear saying, you know you're not good enough to sing that song. You know the people ain't not going to come when you do that concert. You you already know that the people not going to watch you. If you go on that radio station, the people not going to watch you. Mm-hmm. He can't say anything to you. Because you know that you ask God and you say, you say, I don't know how this is going to play, play out, but I know this is something that God wants me to do. And stick to it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter who like you. It don't matter if, it doesn't matter. Because when God says the thing, that's what it's going to be. Right. It may not be when you want it. It might not be how you want it to work out, but it's, gonna, it's going to play out and it's mm-hmm. going to be okay. Mm-hmm. And I learned one time I was, I was um, talking to God in my prayer room and I began to weep. He said something to me. He said, um, he said, don't you know the things that you're frustrated about or get disappointed about? He said, I said I won't withhold anything good from them that walk up right before me. He said, you've been trying to walk up right. He said, you've been doing things that I've asked you to do. He said, but if it's not good, I'm not going to give it to you. Hmm. Wow. He said, whatever I do for you, I do what's best for you. Mm-hmm. So trust it. You may not like it, but when I'm giving you something, I'm giving you the best. Hmm. And I I wept because I was like, oh, my goodness. And in that moment, I learned. And this is things that I've learned this year, a lot of things I've learned this year on a different, in a different level. But I learned this year. I said, you know, I, told, I was telling one of my um, intercessors, I said, I've learned that however God allows it to play out and whatever he does concerning me, it's best for me. Yes. And that's good enough for me. Yeah. So it may not work the way I see it, but I know it worked the way God seen it. Mm -hmm. It worked the way he wanted to work out. Wow. Mm -hmm. And it it gives me a different level of peace. Mm -hmm. And I'm not quick now. You know, I tell you, I have a lot of things on my plate, but I get to it when I get to it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. Oh, Lord. I get to when I get to and you know what and it plays because I say God what do you want me he said this is this a no on this one and this is your yes on this but I have to understand it's a yes on that but it might not when is it a yes how is it a yes Mm -hmm. where is it a yes Mm -hmm. I don't always know but I know God said that's a yes so however that works out it's going to be okay Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I would tell people that don't give up no God is going to give you what's best for you Mm -hmm. He's not going to give you what's less for you. He's going to give you what's best for you. Whatever he's giving you, he's giving you the absolute best. He's not like your friend going to give you what's left. Mm-hmm. He's not like the world going to give you what's that We might throw you a bone. He's going to give you what's best. Wow. And he's going to give you what you need to get it done. And that makes me feel good. I mean, I cried and I was so grateful. I said, truly, God is not like man. He's not that man like he should lie. Mm-hmm. Whatever he say he going to do, he going to do it, and it's going to come to pass. So I've learned that. And I've learned that not only in, and I would say that too. So if you were a musician, if you are a gospel artist, if you are an artist, if you are a preacher, a pastor, minister, evangelist, whatever you are, whatever God has told you he want to do with your life, trust him with it. Go to your quiet time and your quiet space. I say quiet time and quiet space. Your space must be quiet. And the time must be a time is quiet where you ain't getting a lot of phone calls. Right. So I say, quiet time, quiet space. And break away from the world. Break away from yourself. Lay hands on yourself mm-hmm. and tell yourself to be quiet. If you're anything like me, sometimes I'm, I'm, in, I'm in the car and I can't even have any music on because mm-hmm. it's so loud in here. Yeah. 
-hmm. It's so loud, I have to turn the music down. I can't turn it down. I have to turn it off. It's so loud. And I have questions, and I, I'm like, okay, well, where did I go this way? I have to go in that prayer room or wherever your area is, and I have to sometimes I just have to lay on the couch or lay on the floor and say, okay, what is it? Just show me how. Show me what I need to get off my plate, what I need to get rid of, and show me what you want me to do. Mm -hmm. And when I come out of that place, I always feel to do. I feel like, all right, I'm good. X that one. We're good. Right. <laughs> wow. You know. That's funny. That's the it. second time I've heard that today. Mm. Confirmation. It was confirmation. Yeah. Literally. There you have yeah. it. You know. So where can everybody find you, Miss Simmy? They can find me on Facebook, Semi So Real, S O R E A L, one word. They can find me on Twitter, Semi So Real. I hardly ever put anything on there. They can find me. <laughs> they can find me on Semi So Real on Instagram and Semi So Real One on Instagram. And I, I think was, I'm. I was gonna ask that because I was posting. <laughs> I said, I was confused. This semi so real, semi so real one. I'm like, she got backup for the backup? Okay. I need to combine them. What happened was I got hacked. Somebody got my stuff. And then Instagram froze it for like nine months. And then they sent me these codes. And then I start, I start using it again and everything. But I need to, I'm going to make it one. That's I'm put that on my vision board for 2020. Amen. 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 But you know it's hard no matter how you look at it. Right. So, with that being said, thank you, Simi, for thank coming you. on. And it felt like it was just a normal conversation because it was like family. We just in here chilling, mm -hmm. right, talking on this interview. And we appreciate you. You're definitely doing great things. Thank um, you. Continue. I'm always praying for you. So, thank just you. know that you're doing great. You know, I want to grow up and be like you one day. <laughs> All right, little brother. <laughs> my little brother's up in here. My little brother's in the room. <laughs> doing big and better things. Right. So, um, definitely, I appreciate you. I commend you for all the things that you're doing here in Las Vegas because, you. you know, you are one of the the people up there that if you think about a Las Vegas person, think about Simi you think that's about Simi So Real. So, that's, real. Put, that's putting you up there. It's <laughs> putting you up there as a hometown legend. Yes. Yeah. Well, I, do, I wanted to say this real quick. I want to tell you this, and I just say it really quick. I, I feel like what I do, God gave me to connect Vegas to other places and also connect people to people. God gave me that. I was in my prayer room, and he said, that's one of the things you're supposed to do. I owe it to Vegas. I always say this. Growing up in those churches, I had a lot of different things I went through, and I promise you, the churches and the church people did not fail me. They didn't, even when they said stuff was wrong, I still learned. It was still a lesson in it. Right. Um, so I always feel, I was, I was in my prayer room one time, and I said, God, what can I do? He said, you know what? What you got, give back. What you got, give back and help elevate and push other people. And it's a part of my purpose, and I love it. It's not work at all. It's, 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 it's giving back. I owe Vegas that. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Well, Go follow Simi So Real. You'll probably see her on a TV near you and, and yep. everywhere else, and especially when it gets Stella time. Definitely go to her conference at Stella because she's all over the place. Oh. I, I refuse this year to be all over the place. But I'm going to take say, you to a couple of places. I, oh, Lord. Yeah, we're going with you. Yeah. I'm all, amen. I say this now, but I, I bet you once you get close to Stella, mm -hmm. I'll be having this lanyard all over the place like, oh, oh i got to be Wednesday, no, Thursday, you Friday, gotta Saturday. Know where to go. You just got to right. know where to go. Well, last year, I knew where to go. It just was still, I couldn't reach everything. Oh. You weren't supposed to. No, Amen. definitely not. That part. Mm -hmm. So, Cletus. Oh, here he goes. All right. 
he's been rusty. But anyway, this is Pastor Jan, like always. He's still voting on him. Sorry. <laughs> Y'all leave Cletus alone. He, we pay him free 99. We better leave this Ooh. only. Hey, hey, you go in Vegas and try to find another one that'll play for us. For free. Yeah, we don't know about the free 99. Anyway, leave Cletus alone. Cletus, you be all right. Hey, man, so we're going to go ahead and just on to just leave with you guys. Once again, reach out and touch somebody's hand. Make this world a better place if you can. The reason why I'm saying that is because unity brings change. And if we could come together and build each other up. Uh-huh. <laughs> so what is it, the benediction song? Yes. Well. Yes. I just want you to know, turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, mm-hmm. I love you. Amen. If you like it or not. I haven't said that in a while, so I just wanted to throw that out there. Praise him. Amen. Yeah, man. Pass collection plate to the right hand side. Him just been on one all day long. Well, that's all good. <laughs> Dr. Clay getting like me 24 7 now. So. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> Bless your heart. <laughs> it's all good. Though. I'm praying. It's all you. good. Y'all yeah. shut your hands this way. Praise Jesus. Yeah, Lord. <laughs> no, it's all good. But you know, I, I just want to encourage you. Um, if you haven't heard nothing, throughout this whole entire interview and everything that has been said. Find yourself to be the true you. That's the main important thing. Find yourself to be the true you and to believe in a true God. Amen. Because that's what's so important. As she said, God wants to give you the best and you got to believe that he's going to give you the best even when it don't even feel like it. He's going to do that. So don't give up. Don't give in. Even if it is a season of sadness or a season of pondering or a season of going through, but just know that God has you in his hand. And whatever it is, you can trust God to bring you through. Because what better person do you trust if you can if you can trust God? So trust God. Don't trust man, because man will fail you. But trust God, because he'll lead you through everything. So if you don't do anything else, know that you are a true person. But God is the true God, and that's who you need. Amen. Well, I'm going to leave with you this. Um, when she was talking about going into your private, secret time, that is very key. You must do that because the Word says the steps of a good man are ordered by God. And he also says in the Word how um, he knows He knows the thoughts and plans that he has for you. But you won't know what God has for you or the right. plans that he has for you if you don't go and spend time with him to discover what it is and what his will and what his purpose is. He can show you all the stuff, but you don't know the steps until you get into the secret place and he'll tell you how to get there. So I would encourage everybody to do exactly that. So get in your quiet time and seek God and then be quiet to listen so you'll be able to hear the direction God's going to give you. I promise you, before the year is over, he's going to give you direction on where you're supposed to go. But you have to take the time out to be quiet and listen. Amen. Amen. I already said enough. Let the church close and let's open open the doors of membership right now. <laughs> and with her opening the doors of membership, go ahead and download the Anointed Radio app if you're listening to it on, de- on the desktop. And if you're on the app, go on the website. Go see all our past shows. You'll see this show on, you know, all the platforms other than Title because they hate on us. Sad to say that. Yeah, we own everything though. 
Radio.com, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify. Praise Jesus. Um, Tune in, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, we're on all that. So there's no excuse where you can't listen to this this interview and all of the 135 that we have. Amen. That's a lot. There you go. Find yourself listening. Go go binge and understand about the tea. It'll feed your spirit. Man, I'm telling you, y'all hear some gems in all 130-something episodes. So, with that being said, we will see you on Sunday, 7 a.m. in the morning. Stay tuned. Dr. Clay, you'll make it. Shaka-laka. <laughs> Hubba-bubba. <laughs> <laughs> see y'all soon. <laughs>